Welcome to Manhood. Who's thinking are you thinking? Hey, it's Frank Sell, your host of Armored Up Man, the podcast. Who's this podcast for? It's men. Men that are ready to fulfill their potential instead of just getting by on talent. How do I know that? Because that was me over 10 years ago. I realized everywhere I went, there I was. Everything in my life I was responsible for. And when you can take responsibility for it, then you start stepping into manhood and you have the ability to make change. Welcome to the show. Hey brothers, how are we doing? It's Frank. Frank Sell, founder of Armored Up Man. Uh, so if you are listening to this on the podcast, then just be aware that we do this live on Facebook as well, um, at Armored Up Man on Facebook. Um, so here is what we are doing. Here's what the show is about. Here's what the Armored Up Man Brotherhood stands for. Who's thinking? Are you thinking? And why that's important, man. I'm, I, the first 40 years of childhood were the roughest on me. I had no idea um, that everywhere I went, there I was, meaning every situation, every argument, every disaster, whatever, I had a piece of ownership. I, and when I started to look at it, I realized that it was from my thinking. I didn't realize that, uh, that my thinking wasn't mine. It was just stuff that I inherited, stuff that I picked up. I never questioned it. Um, and so when I started to question it, I started to realize I don't really feel that way. And so I decided to go out and get new thinking, get new habits, new ways of being. Uh, so that's the point of this whole show and podcast is then for me to go out and find guys that have results in different areas of their lives. Uh, for Armored Up Man, we stand for truth honor and legacy and within truth we have three subcategories of your faith your family your fitness and finances uh, so that's why today i'm excited to have our guest on uh, john bauer from over in st louis because uh, he's got an awesome story of um you know his health from where it wasn't where he wanted to be to where now i mean the dude is just a beast uh, he's got some some coaching and ways to help guys uh, so I'm super pumped to have him on the show today. Hey, John, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's totally our pleasure. Um, so, so give us a little bit of, of your background of, of who you are and what you do. Um, well, I, I kind of like to joke about it this way. I kind of like to joke about it in my, my Clark Kent persona and my Superman <laughs> persona, if I can be so bold. Um, in my Clark Kent persona, uh, I am a lawyer. In St. just outside of St. Louis, Missouri. I've been with a prosecutor's office outside of St. Louis, Missouri for almost 19 years. Uh, I practiced law for a few years before that. So I've, I've been a lawyer for about 20, 25 years. Um, I'm most importantly though, I am the husband of a wonderful wife. Uh, we've been married 19 years. Our wife, my name is Julie. And uh, I am the father of three growing too fast, kids. Um, I have two daughters, 16 and 14, and a son who will be 12 next year. So I am definitely in a stage of, of uh, seeing my kids grow very quickly, um, but it probably is the best stage of parenthood that I would say that there is because it is a time where uh, we as husbands and fathers um, really can engage fully uh, with mm -hmm. our kids and challenge them mentally, challenge them spiritually, 
um, and you know, just really, really encourage them as as they kind of head into that home stretch uh, before they uh, before they head out of the house. I had one last night who had his sixth grade Christmas program, and uh, let me tell you, it's 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 the last year at this school before he heads to junior high. And tell my wife when we got home last night, I go, the next six months are going to be brutal because it's going to be hard <laughs> to watch him move on. And then I got one that's going to be a senior in a year, so that's that's going to be a whole whole other story. So. Uh, if I'm around, you might hear me. Uh, you might hear some choked up, uh, choked up dad videos from from time to time in the next couple of years. But um, yeah. so that is that is my my kind of like what I like to refer to as my Clark Kent or my everyday persona. Um, my Superman persona or my I guess my Facebook persona is a little bit different. Um, I uh, am at a point in my life where I am kind of rounding another corner in an exciting journey that I've gone through fitness wise. Uh, just to kind of give you a brief kind of history of my story, I was never an active kid. I was never a uh, athletic kid. I was mm -hmm. I was always a big kid, always the kid that got picked last, always the kid that didn't like to go to gym because he had to deal with the locker room. Um, mm -hmm. Just you know, definitely, definitely not athletic or uh, you know, fitness or sports minded at all. Um, that continued all the way through my young adulthood. Um, I got to be a pretty big guy. Um, by the time that I got married in 1999, I was just around 350 pounds. Mm. And even at my height, 6'4", um, that's, that's a lot to carry. Mm -hmm. And uh, fortunately, I had a wonderful wife who, who saw beneath the surface and, and loved me for, for what she saw on the inside, which I'm incredibly thankful for. But Right about the time that we had our first child, uh, about 16 years ago, 16 and a half years ago, um, it really kind of uh, hit me. And, and the, the story that I've always remembered is I remember soon after bringing my oldest girl home and holding her uh, and having my picture taken a whole lot more at that point than I ever had before. Uh -huh. um, I remembered looking at the pictures and I remembered seeing how small she was and how big I was. Uh -huh. And I think, you know, a lot of people ask if there is a defining moment. There's not like this just like drop dead defining moment. But I think that that was kind of the moment where I saw myself for where I really was and the moment where I saw myself where I didn't want to be with with kids. So I kind of embarked on a haphazard um, journey to lose some weight. Uh, over the next 10 years, I, I took off anywhere from, from, uh, you know, from, from eight, 60 to 80 pounds, but it was, it was always a, a tough battle. I was doing a little bit exercise, but it's one of those things that uh, really was a tough battle. Cause it was like, when I ate well, I lost the weight. When I didn't mm -hmm. eat well, I put it back on. Mm -hmm. and the thing always goes that you cannot outwork a bad diet. And that's very true. And I still struggle yeah. with that today. I, you know, I by no means am, am above vices or anything else. It's, it's all, it's all part of the real world. Um, yeah, it's so funny. I'll, I'll hop in here real quick. So for, for, if you're listening to this or if you're watching this, either one, um, just so you know, like before we started the video, before we started the pod, podcast, that was our conversation, like the holiday season. Yeah. I mean, here, here's John, he's six, four, you know, bearded dude. I'm a six foot tall, very bearded dude. And we're talking about snacks and sweets. I mean, yeah. Yeah. the dynamics of conversations as you age, it's funny how they get different. Yeah, it really is. 
It really is. And so, you know, I slowly but surely, um, really through kind of some good good friends, I started to find a little bit of interest in some athletics. I had a group of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I'd lost some weight, I had a group of friends ask me if I wanted to run a 5K. I'd never run a race before. And I was, you know, this is, this is I'm, I'm, I'm into my, my early 40s. Um, mm-hmm. And I decided what the heck, I mean, the, the, the good thing was I'm, I'm an extrovert. It was a group of people doing it. It, it, sounded, like, it sounded like a challenge. I kind of enjoyed it. So I did it. And man, I did love it. And yeah. so I caught the running bug, started doing a little bit of that. And then I think the real clicker for me was I found a really good um, group uh, boot camp type of thing that I started doing. And like I said, okay. I'm a very extroverted person, very social. There was a real good atmosphere. There was never an atmosphere of, you know, you weren't good enough or you you weren't working as hard or anything. That was a very encouraging mm-hmm. answer. And that and mm-hmm. that made it very welcoming. And so that really started me seriously down the road of enjoying uh, attempting to get fit. I focused on my diet. I got into some serious um, training. And then I had a real short injury. I, I had the problem with my back. And the chiropractor that I went to sent me to a trainer who really focused on corrective exercise. Okay. And I thought, you know, it, it for me, it was really finding the right person to work with that really set things on a different motion. And so he works with me a lot to correct some some weaknesses in my core and in my glutes. Uh-huh. And after that, I, I had been doing that for five, six months and I just decided to keep going because I was really enjoying um, you know, the weightlifting. And so we we started really getting serious about weightlifting. And at that point in time, I really decided that I was working so hard, I needed to put in the energy at the dinner table as well. Right. And so I got a couple of pointers, turned a few things around, and this is back in 2013. By the end of 2013, I did my lowest drop. I was down to about 208 pounds. So I had lost a total of about 140 pounds. Wow. Um, get to this point where I'm down weight, and all of a sudden, I started to think, I can't just keep losing weight. I got to uh-huh. do something with this. What am I? What am I going to do? What What's next? You can't. I mean, you get to a point, you're like, okay, I'm not going to just keep dropping weight and dropping weight. That That doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. A friend of mine said, Hey, there's a local triathlon. Why don't you give it a try? I hadn't been on a bike since college. So I was <laughs> like, eh, Why not? Borrowed a bike from a friend of mine. I'd been swimming the whole time. Swimming was one great thing that I could do while I was while I was still heavy. So I, I, I was a halfway decent swimmer. I had that down. I'd been doing some running. And you know, it's like they say, you learn how to ride a bike, you get back on it, you never forgot how to do it. Uh-huh. And I caught the triathlon bug back. Oh, man. Those things are brutal. Those, they, they are brutal. But there was something, you know, it, it was something at that point that I had accomplished this weight loss goal mm-hmm. that I never thought I could do, that the whole concept of doing something you'd never done before was mm-hmm. completely right there in front of me. And I'd never thought about things that way because I'd always been hampered down by the weight. Mm-hmm. And now I had the weight off and I thought, there's just, I mean, here's a world of things that I could do that I just never thought I could do anymore. 
And uh -huh. so I set out for about three years on a real serious journey. We have a really strong endurance athletic community here in St. Louis. Um, I did over the course of three years, I did approximately 11 or 12 different triathlons. Included in that were two half Ironman triathlons. How many miles and, is that? And a half Ironman is a total of 70.3 miles. It is a 1.2 mile swim, mm -hmm. a 56 mile uh, bike ride, mm -hmm. and followed by a half marathon, which is 13.1. All in one day. All in one day, back to back. All in one back day. To back. back to back. I did it twice. I did one in Racine, Wisconsin. Uh -huh. One in uh, Austin, Texas. Uh huh. It's it all was, this. I, I, I was going to cut in for a minute. So all this really started. You had your epiphany moment when you're holding the, your baby. This picture. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of sparked something. Yeah. And, so I guess, and the reason why I want to I want to dig in here. Yeah. On some stuff. Yeah. Um, because I, I know for myself. You know, the, it's the old saying, when the pain is staying the same is greater than the pain of change, then yes. we'll change. And there's sometimes there's there's igniters in there, whether we really recognize it at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I want, you know, the men watching this that, you know, if you're uh, if you're you know out of shape or if something some area of your life is not where you want somebody out there has felt the same, same way and done. something. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and, and that's. And that's the great thing, you know, about fitness is we look at people who are in shape mm -hmm. and we forget that probably a large percentage of them were not always what we see at this point. Oh, man. Go, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you go look at my Facebook page or you go look at a Facebook page of, of, of anybody. One, one of the things that, that I do is, is I work with a podcast and what we do every week is we interview dads who have gone through a transformation. And they're uh -huh. everyday people. They're dads with kids, with wives, with jobs, with with everything. And mm -hmm. and it's it's something that anybody can do. Mm -hmm. Completely. It's it's so funny um, because like if you're listening to this before we started the video, I was I was telling John about this morning. Uh, I was out cold calling um, for one of our businesses, the the Baby Beard Club. And it's so funny because I I put together a collage of me with no beard to today and man i shit you not i look like a penis with ears like it's so funny like people literally they look at it and they're like that's not you I'm like dude it's like really that's you i'm like that's me yeah. and so you know just little little increments over time yeah you know it's amazing the change uh so like what you're talking about with with the fitness like for my wife and i we we really focus like I, I'm, I'm not in shape, but I'm a really healthy guy. And uh -huh. So like our, our our intake and what we put, what we put into the machine, right. is very very good food and so on. Uh -huh. So you've got this this journey, um, and so somewhere along the line, you realize also you have to you have to feed your body. So is there right. somewhere on this path that you? you started consciously saying, wait a minute. Okay. I, I'm kind of at a peak um, because of what I'm, I'm putting in my body. Mm -hmm. uh, so is there like something that you follow? Cause there's, I mean, there was, you know, whatever the Atkins, the paleo, the keto, yeah. the no Edo is what I call yeah. it. 
You um, know, it's, I mean, there's, the, every, everybody is different. And I think that that's, I think that is the most important thing is that um, when it comes to nutrition, and, and I focus much more on fitness in what I do than nutrition, but when I, mm-hmm. you know, in, in nutrition and when I talk to people about nutrition, they've got to understand that everybody's body acts and responds differently to everything. And mm-hmm. that everybody who does, you know, who has a different level of activity is going to respond differently to the same diet. Um, I focus basically on a very simple thing of macros, of balancing my day to a certain percentage for my goals of, of um, carbs, protein, and fats. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's really where I focus mine. And I focus on that balance and I focus on clean what I what I would basically just refer to as clean eating. And mm-hmm. and when I say focus, I don't mean I'm a hundred percent. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I'm not a hundred percent. I there's certain things that I love. There's certain things that every once in a while I will allow myself to have. Mm-hmm. But you know, you you've got to commit to a certain level of it. Um, you know, to, to, to accomplish a goal, but no, I don't, you know, there's a lot of people I know who have done a lot of diets and are very successful at them. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is you have got to not commit to a diet. You've got to commit to a lifestyle. And if your nutrition is not something that you can maintain through your life, there is absolutely no point in going there. If you are not willing to say, you know what, I'm going to go keto and I'm going to be able to manage this the rest of my life. Don't mm-hmm. Don't do it. You're going to, you're going to drop weight. Probably there's probably no question, but if it's not something that you can maintain, then, you know, it's not, the chances are that the effects of, of what you eat are going to reverse at least to some level as well. So it's, it's much more committing to, um, a lifestyle and Mm -hmm. not a diet. I, I don't like, you know, I don't like to use the word diet. A lot of people in, in the fitness and nutrition industry do not like to use the word diet anymore for mm-hmm. that exact reason, because it just leaves this effect of doing it for a certain period of time. And when you get to this optimal weight or you get to this optimal body fat percentage or whatever you want, whatever you're going to, that you flip it around and, and, and go back. And, and sometimes that works. It doesn't work for me. I can't do that. Uh-huh. Um, Part of it may be because I'm older. I, I don't know, but I, I can't do that. Um, I know with, uh, in our family, you know, we it's it's definitely diversity. I don't know if you've heard of the blue zones. Like everybody's different the way their structure is made mm-hmm. up. And so like it's, it's actually kind of like for us, we keep our body kind of guessing like we'll have some carbs uh, type diets or, or we'll have some uh-huh. natural green fats or greens and then maybe some meat one day but it, it keeps your body on its toes so that right. it doesn't get into yeah. a rut yeah yeah and, and and i've heard of that too and i mean that's and, and if that's something that you can adapt to and, and it's it's working for you then that's that's the important thing that's the important yes. thing so um, michael uh michael hernandez has a question here yes um he asks would would you suggest seeking out a nutritionist um and michael's only like three hours i think he lives up in kansas city area so oh, he's only yeah. three hours um uh, you know if if there is a very specific goal and you're struggling with a way of finding that goal absolutely it, it goes to the basic concept of of finding someone who has knowledge and using that knowledge 
we're in such an age where you can hop on the internet and Google, you know, whatever diet, and you're probably going to come up with 10 articles that say 10 different things. Um, mm -hmm. I am acquainted with some people who are nutritionists who have been educated in this stuff. You know, there's a lot to consider. There's, there's not only diets, there's, you know, there's hormones to consider. There's a lot of, there's a lot of new study coming out as far as, as far as hormones and balancing the hormones um, mm -hmm. to get weight loss. Absolutely. If, if you want to really set your life on a different course, find someone who can help you do it. This is a day and age where people like that are very, very accessible. Um, mm -hmm. I have the, the guy that I do my, the guy that I do my podcast with is a nutritionist, highly educated nutritionist, very, very smart guy. Um, and, and he provides a variety of plans, you know, at different levels. Uh, some that are very inexpensive, they're not as customized. There are some that are more customized, is more expensive. Um, you know, he, he'll give some free advice, but you know, ultimately it's, it's his job. It's his, it's his livelihood that he's doing and he's very good at it. He's very good at it. Um, he's on the podcast that I work with, um, and, and has somebody who I've worked very closely with, um, me being the fitness end of it and him being the nutrition end of it. And, and that is something, a question that I just had in my mind. Um, so when somebody's looking at changing their habits and changing their paradigm, mm -hmm. uh, changing their thinking. And so when somebody's looking at this, like, you know, it's real easy to say, go walk uh, a block or a mile every couple of days. Right. Um, it's really easy to maybe cut back and like to only eat like half of your meals, like some, some of us were taught, clean your plate, you know, right. respect right. the food. Um, it's like, if somebody's looking at this and they're like, man, I just feel like crap all the time. And you know, for when you kind of get to another level of awareness, you realize, man, I got brain fog and like my gut is like controlling yeah. me. Oh yeah. Which it's like, if you have a nutritionist and you have a fitness coach, mm -hmm. um, which do you, do you feel is like, should a person maybe seek out first or is it, maybe getting clarity on, on the goals of what, what do I want? I think, that's, I think that's a big part of it. I think that's a big part of it is, is figuring out what your goals are. Mm -hmm. um, they're both essential elements. If you're looking to become overall more strong and healthy, um, you can, you can certainly go to, you know, you can go to a nutritionist and they will give you a few pointers there, you know, whether you're going to lose a lot of weight on nutrition alone. I mean, the bottom line, it's calories in and calories out. Mm -hmm. And so your nutritionist is your calories in your fitness expert is your calories out. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so there's, there's some essential element to it. Like I said, I, I work with a guy very closely. We work together a lot on programs and stuff like that. So it's something that, you know, you can apt, opt for one, you can opt for both. Um, it's really figuring out what is going to work best for you. But in the end, it is all about both calories in and calories out. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Michael asked, what, what was the name of your podcast again? Was it The Dad Edge? I know. Uh, my podcast I do with uh, with my friend Alex uh, is Defining Dad Bod. Okay, Defining Dad Bod Yeah, podcast. Is that on uh, iTunes, Spotify? It is on iTunes. It's on Stitcher, I believe, and uh, we're also part of Patreon. 
okay, that's awesome. Because um, there's yeah. so many, uh, so many guys out there like like you know you and myself and, and Michael and, and the different people watching um, that you know we, we just like you said there's 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 just an overload of information. Yeah. Yes, and that's kind of what where we position ourselves like we're you know for me I'm not an expert I can tell you how to frank up a lot of stuff how to, how I can tell you how not to do a lot of things yeah um, and so but I know I'm not for everybody but I know I'm for the right person and right. that's that's where you know I, I love doing this because I don't I don't really like have a concern about if I say the right thing or wrong thing I know it'll reach the right person at the right time exactly, exactly. Uh, and so with with that you know what uh you're you're on the fitness side and so if you're Correct. just joining us i see a whole bunch of people over here on, on the side screen um joining in you know you're you're six four you're you're a big dude i've seen pictures like your arms are size of my head and i got a big head <laughs> <laughs> yeah so is uh when, when you're going to you know start into something like that uh-huh um, what what do you recommend you because you can go to the gym and there's just I mean there's just a million things you can there's do. There's a million things. There's a million things. And and what I recommend is you talk with somebody who knows what they're knows a lot about the gym and and can talk to you. Um, you know it's it's not a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. It will depend. If you walk into a gym, you need to walk into a gym before you walk into a gym. You need to know what you want to accomplish in the gym. Mm -hmm. Walking into the gym is not the same for me as for you or for any of the people watching, everybody's got a different goal when they walk into the gym. Mm -hmm. There are going to be guys who their goal is to drop weight. There mm -hmm. are going to be guys who want to drop a little bit of weight, but start to get stronger. There are guys who want to bulk up. I mean, there's all different types of goals. All of these are types of fitness, and that's a real important thing is to remember that it, fitness just doesn't mean um, a six-pack. Mm -hmm. Fitness, you know, fitness, when I was a cyclist, and, and I still am a cyclist, but when I focused on cycling, fitness for me looked a lot different than it does now as I'm weightlifting. I'm planning on going back and doing some cycling in the spring. So I will definitely adjust my workouts in the gym so that I'm working out in a way that's going to be productive. If I'm, if I'm out to go out and be a cyclist and be a super fast road cyclist, the mm -hmm. last thing I want to do is bulk up with a ton of muscle because what does muscle do? It weighs something. The more mm -hmm. you weigh, the slower you go at a certain mm -hmm. level. And so it, your, your fitness goals are going to define what you do when you walk into the gym. Um, and your fitness goals are not going to be the same as somebody else. You're going to walk into the gym and you're going to see all these dudes who've been in the gym and you're going to be like freaking out. You mean like, I'm not, look, I don't look like those. Put that away. Put uh -huh. that away. You do you. That's what's important. When you go to the gym, you're there to do your thing. Your workout is going to look completely different from anybody else that walks in that gym. Man, I, I love it because it's, you know, it goes back to even, you know, uh, what is it? The, Proverbs and so on, you know, where, where there is no vision, the people shall perish. Right. Like it's having a having a vision of yourself. Like, like me, I'm I, I'm six feet tall. Um, yeah. You know, I have some things that are broken in my body from just years of, of labor and abuse. Yeah. Uh, that I probably don't see myself doing certain things. Right. Um, you know, so how you know how would a person go about like maybe a, assessing their situation? 
because um, like I said, I, I'm I'm six feet tall, and now we've yeah. I've dropped down to uh, about 185, okay. 190 pounds through fasting and so on. Uh-huh. Um, got a fair pound of, amount of muscle. So like I went when my wife and I started going to the gym, they asked me what my goal was. Yeah, and I said to be old man strong, meaning to be what old man strong, right? And just right. have that that core and like you said, and the foundation. Yes. Uh, so I know if my personal experience and you see a lot of people go to the gym and they want to, man, they just want to start getting big guns and big shoulders and, and so on. Um, so is there like a ratio or something you follow to balance that out? Because if you have, if you don't have your core strong, right. You know, all this, this meat hanging on the sides is right. No. Yeah. And that's, and that is, and that is the foundation, no matter what your goal is, mm-hmm. you got to have a strong core. And, and honestly, that was one of the things that I did wrong a long time ago when I was working out was I had not focused on my core before these mm-hmm. other things. And mm-hmm. so whenever anybody who has not been in the gym in a long time or never been in the gym, it's going to start very slow and it's going to be very focused on core movements, core strengthening. Um, if there's if there's a desire to lose weight, um, sure. At that point in time, there's, there's also going to be some additions into working on things about getting the heart rate up, you know, mm-hmm. constant movement, very short breaks. Um, the number of reps in whatever you're doing is very different. So, I mean, that's, that's the thing is, um, de- again, depending on the goal, but it's all going to start with the core. If you don't have a, a strong core and, and anybody that I work with, um, that I, that I don't know enough about their fitness level or their fitness, um, that's where it's going to start is that I'm going to be, that I need to assess them to a point that I know that when I start giving them other things to do to work towards that goal, that they're not going to injure themselves. That's the worst thing that can happen Mm -hmm. um, is because that's going to sideline you and it's going to discourage you. So Mm -hmm. it's going to, it's going to start out slow and you've got to be willing to start out slow. That's, that's the hard thing. You can't, expect to walk in the gym and start benching 215 or 250 pounds. You can't walk into the gym and expect to go on your first workout for an hour and a half or two hours going hard at it, no matter what. Um, You've got to have the expectation that this is going to start slow and it's Mm -hmm. going to start with some pretty basic stuff. It's going to start with a lot of body weight movements until we can figure out how, 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 you know, how agile are you? How are you? And, you know, it's not going to be go in there and start benching big weights. You're going to do a lot of body weight stuff. You're going to be in a lot of combo movements, kind of a little crossfitish kind of stuff, whatever. But it's, it's finding out that endurance level. It's finding out that strength level. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, um, you know, and, I, and I'm hearing, you know, a, a lot of it may not be quite a high, higher level thinking stuff. So, like, yeah. something that I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to process you know, as we're talking, I'm writing yeah. down some notes. Um, yeah. Think about like, okay, so here's here's Frank, and he goes to the gym, mm-hmm. and this what I've learned in life. And period is to get clarity, I need to have like better questions to ask of, of actually knowing what what the hell do I want? Exactly. Um, so what exactly? How could we help men out there and? maybe arm them or equip them with some better questions. Like when you go to the gym, um, like what are some things that guys could ask for that would maybe set up the next two or three steps a little yeah. bit better? Because like you said, um, 
you're going in there and just say, oh, man, I want to get bigger. Great. Where? Yeah. Shoulders, right. your core, your legs, your glutes, your big yeah. toe, whatever. Um, what, what are some good questions that you've heard or that people should be thinking about? Right. I'll give you the questions that I ask people. When mm-hmm. I start working with people or when I, I, mean, I, I have a guy in my office who we were, we were sitting there eating the birthday treats and <laughs> it's, his, it's his 49th birthday today. And uh-huh. he literally said right there, he said, my goal is 50 by 50. Uh-huh. So that was his goal. Okay. So I said to him, I said, so I have a question for you. I said, what's your biggest food vice that you're willing to give up? Mm-hmm. What, what amount of time are you willing to commit to this goal? And when I ask that question, I'm specifically asking what amount of time are you willing to put into the fitness? And when I say time, I don't just mean a half an hour. I mean, how many days a week and how long every day? Uh-huh. That's the, and, and that's the, whether, whether they're thinking of this themselves or whether somebody's asking them, that's the kind of things they need to think about. They do need to think about what is my goal? What do I want to accomplish? How do I, how do I feel I can show up better for those around me, for my wife, for my kids, for my job? How do I feel I can show up better? Is it by being bulkier? Is it by being, is it like by being 15, 20 pounds lighter? Is it by being 80 pounds lighter? Is it by getting my blood pressure and my blood sugar down so I don't have to go on these meds that my doc is swearing that I'm gonna have to go on if I don't do something about it? Right. That's what, that's what you've gotta ask. You've gotta ask the time, You've got to ask, what facilities am I willing to commit to? Am I going to, do I have stuff at home that I'm going to use? Am I going to buy stuff at home? Am mm-hmm. I going to go to the Y? Am I going to get a gym membership? Am I going to hire a trainer? What, am, what commitments am I willing to invest in myself to get to the goal that I'm willing to get to? Mm-hmm. And the final question I think that's really important is, who and how am I going to keep myself accountable with? Mm-hmm. Because motivation is a fleeting thing. You hear people talk about motivation all the time. Motivation sucks and motivation is temporary. Mm-hmm. You cannot accomplish anything on motivation alone. You've got to establish discipline. And mm-hmm. that's the difference because I may be motivated by the fact that I feel fat, but if I go to the gym and I drop 15 pounds, I'm not going to feel fat anymore. I'm going to quit going to the gym. Mm -hmm. I need to find discipline. Mm -hmm. And part of discipline is accountability. Ultimately, you're holding yourself accountable, but there are a lot of ways within fitness to seek out accountability of others, whether it's working out with somebody, whether it's hiring a trainer at a gym, whether it's hiring an online trainer, there's a lot of ways of finding that accountability. And even in discipline, you got to have accountability. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So those, are, those are the basic, basic questions before you even get to, you know, how do I do curls? How do I, you know, what, what's the proper form for a deadlift? Anything like that. It's those basic why questions that, mm-hmm. that you've got to answer. And, you know, I would encourage people to write that stuff down. Because mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff you forget as you go. Write it down so that you can go back and look at it and remind yourself. Bingo. 
Exactly. Thing. I love that. It's and it's getting some, you know, what I'm hearing is, is um, you're know, getting some buy in. So if you're somebody that's looking to get into training, um, there's there's a saying that I've heard. I say, that, you know, make your you put your, your goals in concrete and your plans in sand. And so, like, you set this overarching goal and then the plan can change. So, like, you're you're digging in and finding out, OK, what is your level of commitment? Mm-hmm. And just simply helping hold them accountable and, and trackable to yeah. get to that goal. Yeah, exactly. And that's I love that. And that's uh, and that's huge. I know you know f- for me as being a small business owner, um, being yeah. a husband, being a father, uh, I, I live ten miles, twelve miles from the closest town. <laughs> I live two miles from the closest paved road, kind of a hillbilly man. Um, and so I, I know for me, I, I just do some, some body weight stuff every yeah. morning. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's just, it's just like the nutrition we talked about. You've got to create a routine that's doable. Mm-hmm. You've got to create, don't, don't make it, you know, this one thing I tell people, don't tell me you want to go to the gym five days if you're really only going to go three. Mm-hmm. Cause we're both going to be disappointed. Yeah. 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 And, and we've all been, there. you know, don't, don't tell me you're, you know, you're, don't tell me you want to go to the gym at all. If what you want to do is work at home, Mm -hmm. you know, make it, make it a realistic goal. I mean, make it, make, make your situation realistic so that, you know, so that you can work towards the goal. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And there are limits there's, you know, I mean, people have to understand if you, if you, exercise at home, it's not going to give you the same results you have it with all the equipment at you at the gym. If you exercise three days a week, it's not going to give you the same results as if you do something five or six days a week. I mean, you've got, you've got to have realistic expectations with what you're committing to. You can't expect to drop 50 pounds in five months if all you're going to do is body weight stuff at home. You, yeah, you and can't that's, do that. And that's a great point. You know, coming up to New Year's, uh, end of the year, yeah. New, Year's, New Year's yeah. resolution. You know, yeah. and I know, you know, because of my own personal experience, like we make these, we set these, these big yeah. intentions and they're yeah. like, man, I'm going to the gym five days, six days a week yeah. or, yeah. you know, so what, what, what would you suggest is like a good rhythm that people could get into that, you know, they're, they're not going to be like so sore. They can't walk. Yeah. Um, it just, if you're doing, if you're doing only strength training and you're just starting out, I would highly recommend no more than three days a week for maybe 45 minutes a time. Mm-hmm. And that's, 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 that's probably the max for a while. Um, and, and it may be less. You may just, you may have a little bit gear on, on how you feel and how you respond to it. But you know, the, the people that I work with that are just starting out, if, if they've not been in the gym for a while, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to give you more than three days a week. If you want to do something in those off days, there's a lot of, um, recovery type activity that you can do. You can just go out and get a good walk in. You can, if you want to go for a swim, go for a swim. If you've got a pool around, there's, there's a lot of things like that to remain active without trying to beat up your body right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I know, you know, for myself, my, the main trade that, that I I'm in is, you know, it's a physical trade. I, I work with my hands right. uh, for most of our business. And so I know, you know, personally, if I, if I'm like 
really sore, then it like it slows me down. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you got you got to be realistic with what you're going to be able to do um, or what you're doing with your with the rest of your days. Absolutely. Oh, right on. Um, and so when you say 45 minutes, I know, I know for me, I, I put my headphones in and like I I don't chitter chatter a whole lot. I, I might say, hey brother, how's it going? Or yeah. I'm using with that or something. Uh, so what should a person expect to get in? Like, you know, say like shoulders and arms or, or like maybe maybe do you set like some goals or repetition um, goals within those 45 minutes? Because Well, again, it, it, it depends a little bit on what the goal is. It depends. I mean, a, a, a resistance strength program for somebody who wants to lose weight is going to look very different than a resistance <laughs> strength program for somebody who wants to put on muscle or get really strong. Um, so it's, it's going to look different. Um, so there's not really an an active amount. The thing that is important is no matter what point of period of time you're doing, that you're probably spending, I would say, you know, initially your first couple of times, there's going to be a lot of warming up and there's going to be a lot of stretching. Mm -hmm. You know, again, it's one of those things I don't want to put somebody through a bunch of, um, a bunch of uh, stuff that's going to just break them down. Um, mm -hmm. I want them to learn the importance of warming up. I want them to learn the importance of stretching out before we do certain things. So, I mean, probably maybe 45 minutes is realistic, but I mean, there's going to be five to 10 minutes of warm up. There's going to be three to four minutes of stretching at the beginning. There's going to be some cool down at the end and there's going to be stretching at the end too. So, I mean, you're really, you're really limiting down to about a half an hour and it's, and it's going to depend on the pace you take something. Somebody who has been in the gym as long is not going to do, um, is not going to do step ups on a, uh, on a stool or, or a block or whatever. They're not going to go as fast as mm -hmm. somebody who's at least got some, some cardio endurance. So, you know, you can't, you can't really, say, you know, it's, it's like we're going to get three sets of this in and three sets of that in and three sets of that in. It's, it's going to be at, at, um, at the person's pace. At the same point in time, you want to work them at a pace both within the exercise and the break time that they take um, that's getting them toward their goal. If they're working on more of a weight loss, their break time between a set of exercises is going to be a lot shorter than if you're working on strength. I went in and deadlifted this morning. I deadlifted ten or nine sets. Mm -hmm. I took at least two to three minutes between each set of ten deadlifts. Mm -hmm. If somebody's just you know doing some cardio stuff, they're not going to do that. There's going to be a fifteen to thirty second break at the most because I'm working to keep your heart rate up and mm -hmm. and keep going as much as possible. So that again. The goal is going to is going to depend on the on the break between the sets. It's going to depend on the number of reps of stuff you do as well. Man, so I, it's, I, it's a lot of detail. It really is. It's it's a lot of detail, and there's and there's science behind it all. There's science behind it all. Yeah, totally. We yeah, like I, like I mentioned, being out in the country like we are, um, a lot of times my wife and I, my wife more than me, but we'll do hit training, mm -hmm. and man, we'll just go all out yeah. for thirty seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. 10 seconds, right? 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and and you're working towards a certain goal to do that. Mm -hmm. That goal is not going to get you bigger muscles. No. <laughs> you know, that, that's not going to do anything like that. It's going to get your heart rate up 
And the, the important thing is not only getting your heart rate up during what you're doing, but mm -hmm. getting your heart rate up the next, the rest of the day mm -hmm. so that your so that your heart rate can go higher, safer and, and burn more in, during that training. Right. Right. Um, so man, we've been, maybe almost, almost an hour chatting away about, yeah. uh, about fitness and health. Um, and so we'll start, we'll start winding down, wrapping up towards the end here. So, uh, is there some like foundational or overarching principles that you would want to leave people with uh, when it comes to fitness? Um, I would say be safe. That's mm -hmm. really the most important thing. Do not, do not do anything, whether it is diet or whether it is nutrition or diet, nutrition or fitness. Do not do anything extreme. Um, mm -hmm. start whatever you're doing small and work your way up. You can throw your body way off. If you just go hardcore this or hardcore that it's, it's going to take a lot of adjusting, especially more so in the fitness part of it. Um, you know, you're just, you're, you're setting yourself up for injury. And that, that again is just the biggest, uh, biggest derailer of, of anything is, is setting yourself up for injury. So I would just say, start small and be patient. Um, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times I, I I was 32 when I was 350 pounds. It mm -hmm. hadn't happened overnight. It took years for me to get that way. And you know, I like to use the example um, with my clients. I like to use the example sometimes of a big Navy ship. Um, if you think of this vision of a Navy ship steaming back to home port and all of a sudden something happens and they're called the war, that Navy ship is not going to turn around on a dime that Navy ship is going to take time and width and birth or whatever the word is to get itself turned around. The mm -hmm. same principle applies in fitness. You can't undo years of work mm -hmm. in a month. You may start to see results. You will certainly, if nothing else, feel better by simply doing some physical activity. Uh -huh. um, but, but going for whatever goal, it will take time and patience because it took time to get there, it's gonna take time to get back. Um, but you know, I'll tell you, the, 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 the mental and the emotional and the physiological beginnings happen really quick. I mean, your brain chemicals start working differently. You just get ramped up when you're doing it. I mean, you, it's, it's an adrenaline thing. You get, you get addicted. I mean, there's no question. I love going to the gym and, and my day is a lot better if I started at the gym. My, I've had days where my wife has looked at me and she's like, you haven't done anything in two days. Go to the gym. <laughs> you know, she just, she knows that I will come home and I will be better if, if I've done that. So, um, you know, those will be get there. And those are great early things that encourage you. Um, but, but the results, they, they will take time. They will take time. And honestly, too, find someone who knows what they're talking about. Do not go into the gym haphazardly. Do not go into the gym without knowing what you're doing and where you want to be. It's mm -hmm. it's kind of pointless. It's, you know, it, it just, you don't, you don't, you need the information before you take the action. But you need to take the action just as much. Yeah, I love that. There's, there's a couple things there that you said that I want to kind of maybe dive into a little bit and dissect. Yeah. Number one, does the person teaching me have results, have freedom yeah. of treatment? Um, yeah. So just any old knucklehead in the gym, don't, I wouldn't go ask him. Right. Lot, you know, uh, the other thing is like, I love the analogy of the ship 
um, turning and see because you know what what my mind instantly went to was okay here's this this mega this really big ship piece of machinery cruising across the ocean that has this set standard these set habits these things it's doing so it before it even thinks about turning it may have to change a whole bunch of things and get Correct. ready yes. to turn um, yeah before that's a good point about. i didn't even think about that aspect of it but absolutely i mean there are there's commands that need to be sent out people have certain responsibilities within that ship there's a lot of little things that need to happen before that ship can exactly turn around yes Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And Doug Haney on here said he had a, they had a member at their gym went from 400 pounds is now at 205. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that is, that is, uh, that's, that's, in, that's incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So where, where can people find you at John? Well, people can find me a lot of different places. Um, people can find me on two places. Uh, first of all, I have a personal page. You can certainly message me there. Um, mm -hmm. But if you are interested in, uh, talking to me specifically about setting some goals and maybe looking at ways that um, I can help you accomplish those goals. I also have a business page. It is Bauer, B-A-U-E-R, Power, P-O-W-E-R, Fitness. And that is on Facebook. And you can locate me on that page. You can message me on that page. I will respond to you. I, I guarantee it'll be pretty darn quick. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I never really talked about the fact though that um, really kind of the ultimate end of, of my, or not the end, but the next transition after I went from triathlon to, to weightlifting for a while, um, one of the things that I decided to, uh, one of the things that I decided to do was to kind of share this. And, and I got encouraged to go out and get certified. I'm certified by the National Association of Sports Medicine. Mm -hmm. um, I've been certified for a little, just about a year now, not quite. And uh, I have um, several clients that I work with right now. I have three clients and everything I do is online. Um, mm -hmm. You may wonder whether online accountability exists or works. I can tell you firsthand it does. Before I started doing this, I worked with an online coach uh, for about a year. And the ability of working with someone online is, is very positive. Um, it is not the same as standing with somebody standing over you in the gym. That's for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. But the accountability is there. There's, there's been, I mean, it's, it's the internet. What isn't possible on the internet anymore? <laughs> um, but uh, it, it is all based through some software that, that basically comes into an app on my client's phones. Um, I push out their programming every week. When mm -hmm. they finish, I get a notification that they have finished their workout. Um, if I don't get a notification, I find that out as well. Um, and I can follow up. And I, I don't harp, but I, you know, I follow up. If I got a client that hasn't done anything for two days, I'm going to check in and say, hey, I want to make sure everything's okay. You sick? Just not feeling it. What, what can we do? Um, you know, I, I, all of those things work very well. I work, the great thing about it is, is it is not a one-size-fits-all situation. Uh, with my training and the programming and software that I have, um, it is a very, very, very adaptable thing. I have had clients work in their home. I have had clients work in the Y. I have had clients work in a combination of both. So it's something that is adaptable to the person. Whereas if you you want to work at home and you got the gym equipment at home, it's a lot, lot more expensive to bring the trainer to you. Um, mm -hmm. And so this way, you know, it's it's the same connection and same contact um, 
no matter what your situation is. So, um, you know, that is all through my Bauer Power Fitness uh, website. And I would love to talk to people if they are interested in pursuing something. Um, I am certain since you've been so generous with time for me that I would be glad to work out something special for, uh, for all the guys here in Armored Up. I have a special passion for working with men. I think it's probably just my personal experience um, of having gone through this fitness journey myself. I think that um, it's important as as guys, especially as we get into our 30s and our 40s and our 50s, um, mm -hmm. even our 60s, that that we not um, that we not set this aside. It was really funny. I just read somewhere online today um, the question somebody posed: Why is it after we get married and have kids we let ourselves go, mm -hmm. and we kind of tend to forget about ourselves? We tend to be very selfless. We tend to put all our investment and our, our passion into our family, and that's important. Um, but I mean, just like having this group here, you've got to find a way to invest back into yourself. And you're not doing it only for yourself. You're doing it um, to show up better for your kids. You're doing it to show up better for your wife. You're doing it to show up better for your job. Um, every part of who you're called to be is going to be better if you feel better about yourself and that's and that's the ultimate thing it's not just the physical fitness there is no way escaping the fact that if you feel better about yourself physically you are going to feel better about who you are mentally um i could never imagined 10 years ago me standing here and talking to you for an hour and acting like i had any knowledge of fitness i, I didn't have the confidence to do that you know, right. I, I didn't have the confidence to get on Armored Up or any other man's group that I'm a part of and even share my opinions on a variety of topics. But um, so that's 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 an ultimate goal of this end, too, is not just the physical change, but the the mental change and the emotional change. And, and honestly, the spiritual change, too. We're called to be warriors. We're called to care for our bodies. We're called to honor God in in how we live all aspects of our life. And. You know, one of those aspects is if we're going to be a part of that kingdom while we're here on earth, it, it's being a healthy part of that kingdom. It's mm -hmm. not just, it's not just, you know, sitting around on the couch watching, watching Sunday football. Football is fine. Football is fine. I'm not saying anything against football, but, but I mean, you, you've got to be a healthy part of that kingdom as well. That's totally. And, you know, I, I couldn't agree more. And that's the whole point of the armored up man community. So if you're yeah. listening to this or watching this, uh, not only do we have this Facebook page and the podcast and different things, but we have a, a private community on Facebook called Armored Up Man, uh, at Armored Up Man. Um, so where we talk about some of these things in there, but more importantly, the reason for that is like a closed gated community where like John's talking about, maybe, maybe a lot of us, we don't, we're not comfortable with the rest of the world knowing our shit. Um, right. We're not comfortable yet talking openly with other people about things um you know for me that's that's kind of what i found my purpose my mission in life is that take all these things and you know I, I, john and i had this conversation the other day and you know just changing that one word of the things that happened for me were to equip me with armor right. to be able to lead a battle yeah. whether it's complacency whether it's you know a, a bad marriage whether it's fitness whatever Whatever it is, it comes down to to your heart and love. And you know, do you love yourself enough to take care of these things? Um, 
to be able to provide and take care of your family and create that right. legacy. Yeah. Uh, so, man, uh, thank you so much for being on here today, John. Anytime, anytime. And I, you know, I mean, yes, if, if people have questions, please, please feel free to shoot me a question or two, but you know, I, I have a passion for this and I would love if, if there are guys out there who are just on the fence, you know, I, I would love to talk about working with you and, you know, encouraging you. Um, and I, and I can certainly say from, from the men that I have worked with, I know that they would vouch that it is not just a, um, a coach athlete type relationship. I want to understand who you are, the struggles that you're having, because all of those things are essential to you moving forward physically. If you're struggling with marriage, if you're struggling with addiction or something like that, that's part of part of who you are, the whole person. And I want to do it in a very um, holistic way. I, I, I use that word. I know a lot of people think a lot of different things when they think holistic, but um, the whole person is what I mean. And that's, and that's important that the whole person uh, is involved and invested. Right. Yeah, it's... Uh... I think I don't know if it, was, if it was you I was talking to or another person, but like we we're talking about the whole man. You have to fix yeah. the whole in the man before exactly. you fill exactly. up. The <laughs> exactly. So thank you very much. And if you you hang on, I'll end in the live broadcast here. And if you're okay. listening to this on on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you might be listening to it, um, please you know leave us a review, leave us uh, you know some comments or some feedback, so we can serve you guys better. Um, if you liked it, then share it with somebody. Somebody needs to hear this. It may may not be you today, but maybe somebody you know. Uh, so share this stuff out. And we appreciate you all. Um, thank you, brothers. Thank you, John. No problem. Anytime, man. It was great talking to you. All the way. And we'll see you guys in, at Armored Up Man. Okay. Thank you for being a man looking to fulfill his potential and not just get by on talent alone. This has been the Armored Up Man podcast. You can find us at armoredupman.com, anywhere on social media at Armored Up Man. And any likes and reviews are always greatly appreciated. Thank you.